Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, February 7th, 2018. I am Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, so Tuesday night, did you uh, did you watch anything? <sighs> like fingernails on a chalkboard. Uh, I just didn't bother. Yeah. I. You know, we, 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 we recorded like... Uh, 9 p.m. or so, or, and and then uh, after we recorded, I edited the show. And we had some technical problems and things like this, and I was like, I was like done like 10 and change or something like this, and I was like, oh, State of the Union's probably over. I, I'm safe, and I'm like, he's still nope. talking. <sighs> anyway, I did I did watch Stacey Abrams' rebuttal though, so that was yeah. something good. To- She's an amazing, amazing woman. She's great. Yep. Anyway, all right. On to the. Did news. you see the whole uh, Nancy Pelosi golf clap? I, I was trying to figure out how to use that as my intro here. Yeah, but it's really hard to communicate. You know, condescending clapping uh, via an audio medium. Oh, you can uh, put it in the show notes. <laughs> wow! So uh, first up in the news, some big news today. Um, Hercules Mulligan coming to no, Central Park. This different? No, different. One. No, different. Although, I mean, maybe Oak is going to be in it, but Ooh, uh, yeah. no. All right, no. Disney's Hercules to premiere at Central Park this summer. Yeah, James, this is one of the most interesting stories we've had in a while from an artistic and a business point of view. We're going to get to that in a second, but. The, as the public theater announced its 2019 Shakespeare in the Park season, they also revealed that their public works program this summer will premiere the stage adaptation of Disney's animated classic Hercules. With music by Alan Menken, lyrics by David Zippel, and a book by Christopher Diaz, the show has been a longtime favorite that fans have clamored to see on stage. Well, they will get the chance from August 30th, through September 8th. This is just a public works production. This isn't a full Shakespeare in the Park production. But Lear de Bessonet will direct and Chris Brock will choreograph. Chase. Chase, what did I say? Chris. I don't know where that came from. The CH, I guess. Uh, Chase Brock, Chase Brock, Chase Brock will choreograph. Um, we'll, we're going to get back to Hercules in a second. But the public also announced that Tony winner Kenny Leon will direct Much Ado About Nothing, one of my favorites, from March, from May 21st through June 23rd, making his first time or marking his first time working in the park. That'll be followed by Coriolanus, directed by another Tony winner and a Delacorte regular, Daniel Sullivan, from July 16th through August 11th. Now, back to Hercules. James, what is so interesting to me about this? is that this seems to be a continuation of Disney Theatrical's recent trend and how are they de- how they're developing shows obviously they have Aladdin and Frozen that are you know these big shiny things that they've worked on over the years and are doing boku box office on Broadway but this new idea that they seem to have is to just let other organizations that have rich artistic history develop the shows for them. Last year, the National Theatre in London adapted a stage version of Pinocchio, which, from the pictures I've seen, was visually uh, jaw-dropping. Then, Chicago Shakespeare has been working on bed knobs and broomsticks and was going to actually premiere it this year, um, but they pushed it back a year following the tragic death of the original director, uh, Rachel Rockwell. So now... They're turning Hercules over to, in my opinion, what's one of the most interesting and creative programs in New York. Obviously, it's backed by the public theater, but public works under De Bessonet has this weird 
crazy, unbelievable way of setting up their shows where they have a handful of equity actors, then a bunch of community organizations serving ensemble, serving as ensemble members. And then they've got this very cool, let's put on a show rude mechanicals DIY vibe. And I very much similar to Disney's, um, uh, Peter and the star catcher, uh, kind of, kind of feel, uh, but I think it's brilliant for Disney to entrust the development of this show to them, to other organizations. Uh, and I will throw out there, James, we joked about Oak at the top because of the Hercules Mulligan reference, but the rumor is over on the, uh, BWW boards is that a certain former ice salesman and current keeper of secrets are going to be the stars of this one. So I uh, will see if that happens, but the casting notice that went out did specify that the actor playing Hercules will be an African-American or a black actor could be not necessarily American. Um, so if that helps you with my clues a little bit, but I do think this is super interesting, super creative. And I think it's something that really could help Disney in a lot of different ways. This is uh, really exciting. And um, for an organization like Disney to, uh, well, we should just say theater is really a huge collaborative art. And those who do not collaborate uh, don't end up with the best product. And it's it's very encouraging to see Disney do this. And I'm really looking forward to this exciting, exciting stuff happening there between what, you know, Disney and the public. I can't imagine uh, it's going to be great stuff coming out of there. Yeah. And I would imagine that if it goes well, maybe not immediately, maybe not like in the fall, but if this goes well and the show is is artistically satisfying and Disney is happy with it, I I think that this one might follow a trajectory similar to Newsies, where if it goes well, uh, you know, if it goes you know well but not super great, that's awesome. They have a licensable property and they'll send it out into the hinterlands. But if it goes really well, like like I think it kind of will, uh, I would not be surprised if this is Disney's next show on Broadway. Don't forget, Newsies started out as 99, 99 performances only. Right. That's it. Exactly. That's, That's I mean. it. Yeah. Maximum 99. Can't do it anymore. Not possible. No. Nope. It just can't be done. And, uh, and boy, I think there's, uh, there's thousands of Newsies that came out of that one. Well, yeah, and well, I mean, it, it was it was a paper mill, right? Yeah, paper and mill first. It was just going to be a yeah. paper mill. That was going to be it. Nothing else. And then the response was so great that it went to Broadway. And then similarly, we had uh, Freaky Friday, which was had no intentions of going to Broadway. Played multiple shows around the country. Then they made a TV movie out of it. And last we heard of Freaky Friday, they were doing another workshop, um, which we don't know what that was for. But you would think after it's had a ton of things, it's had professional and amateur productions around the country already. What are they doing another workshop for if there's not an intention of having a new, bigger production? So we'll wait and see. But I think when Disney figures out ways to have good shows, it makes sense to have them on the biggest possible stage. So not to be outdone, but Manhattan Theater Club announces three, <laughs> not one, not two, but three premieres for next season. Yeah, I mean, technically the public announced three shows too, but not all premieres. That's true. But that's right. Um, yeah, the three premieres for MTC, one is for Broadway, two is for off-Broadway, and they're premieres in different ways. First, the Broadway show. And this is actually one that we've talked about before. This is Florian Zeller's The Height of the Storm. As it did in London, the show will star Tony Winner, Jonathan Price, and Eileen Atkins, and will play the Samuel J. Friedman Theater beginning on September 10th. The show's new plot description, this was the one about 
50 years of marriage and the guy comes home and there's flowers everywhere and this stranger comes in and no one's listening to him. But in this new plot description, we get a little more. For 50 years, the lives of Andre and Madeline have been filled with the everyday pleasures and unfathomable mysteries of an enduring marriage until suddenly their life together begins to unravel and this loving relationship is faced with the inevitability of change. Jonathan Kent will direct and saying that will never not be weird for me. Uh, for the off-Broadway shows, the first will be the world premiere of Jeff August, uh, Augustine's um, or August, Augustine. There's no E on the end, so I'm not sure if that's uh, Augustine or Augustine. Um, anyway, his show, The New Englanders, will be directed by Sahim Ali. It will play New York City Center beginning on September 17th of this fall. The other will be a co-world premiere of Quang Nguyen's Poor Yellow Rednecks, directed by May Andralis. The show will begin performances next May. We'll have complete plot descriptions of those in the show notes. So uh, next we have show and casting news. What do we got there? Okay, so first up, yesterday the upcoming Broadway production of Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice confirmed <laughs> its broad. Sorry, I stole it from you. Uh, it confirmed its Broadway principal casting with all of the stars from last year's DC run making the trip to the Broadway, including Alex Brightman, Sophia Ann Caruso, Rob McClure, Carrie Butler, Leslie Kritzer, and Adam Danheiser. Uh, of course, Beetlejuice will begin performances at the Winter Green Theater uh, <clears throat> in short order. Winter Garden, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Winter, <laughs> Winter Green. I, man, I don't know. Winter Green for what president. Else? Who? What's that from? Winter Green for president. No idea. Is that Bullworth? I don't know. No, of anyway, the ice. Yeah, of the ice thing. There you go. Yeah. Um, at the Winter Garden Theater, uh, with its first preview date on March 28th, the full company will be announced shortly. Next, it was announced yesterday that this summer, the Oslo rep down here in Florida will host a workshop of the new Aaron's and Flaherty musical Knoxville and will have its world premiere in the spring of 2020. Set in Knoxville, Tennessee, in 1915, the show is based on James Agee's Pulitzer Prize winning autobiography, A Death in the Family. When an unexpected turn of events leaves Rufus's family spinning, he and his mother Mary embark on a journey through the mysteries of life and death faith and doubt in order to come to terms with what they have lost and what they have found uh, in the show notes. We'll have a link to an article that has video of, of Steve and Lynn um, playing the music and then uh, an actor, uh, you know, some performers singing the songs. So it's really cool. It's a nice kind of a down home uh, feel, but very much an Aaron's and Flaherty score. The, going from Florida to California, yesterday the West Coast production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child announced its official dates to play San Francisco's Curran Theater. The show will begin performances on October 23rd of this year and will have an official opening on December 1st. Tickets go on sale to the public on March 14th. 2019 at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Ticket buyers can sign up now for priority access, of course, by going to harrypottertheplay.com. Further casting and details will be announced in the coming months. And finally, our friend Mark Hirschberg over at Forbes had a very interesting story here, James, uh, about King Kong. With the show still going on Broadway for however long it ends up staying on Broadway, apparently Nederlander World Inter Worldwide Entertainment, which again is not a part of the Nederlander um, theatrical organization, um, they have said they are going to be um, building a large venue at a new Hard Rock Entertainment Resort on the island of Hokkaido in Japan, where King Kong will be running. They'll they'll cut the show down from two and a half hours to 90 minutes 
Um, but the fascination with King Kong in Japan has been, you know, almost, uh, you know, 50, 60 years old. And it seems like a perfect fit there. James, so much of the reviews of this show called it a theme park thing. I actually thought it was more than that. I liked it more than a lot of other people did. But it does make me wonder, is this have anything to do with the Broadway production Will the Broadway production leave? It doesn't sound like this is too far along in the development. So it's not like it's going to leave right now, but um, I, you know, I love the idea of theater being done at, you know, in Las Vegas and Atlantic city and different places. Um, and so I, I actually kind of love this. And I think this makes sense. And I don't think it necessarily has any impact on the Broadway production itself. I, uh, very interesting. Uh, when I saw these things together, Harry Potter and King Kong, I thought King Kong was going into Harry Potter, but, um, don't you know, keep the secrets and all. Well, yeah, there's that. Oh, did I blow it? I have to beep that. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I agree with you about uh, the productions everywhere. In fact, we keep on getting uh, press releases about uh, the new Jersey Boys musical opening up in Atlantic City. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, <laughs> and I think to myself, did that not happen already? How could that not have happened? They they claimed that it has not. So uh, yeah, I think that's perfect. You know, Atlantic City. I think it'll Jersey. run for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, it should. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, when you said uh, the famed Beetlejuice, 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 you know what I thought of? What's that? 54, 54, 54. Oh, I don't know why. Why? Do you, do you know what 54, 54, 54 is? I do not. It is uh, coming up May 4th at uh, 54 Below. Where, uh, oh, right, yeah, 54, 54 second songs or something, yeah, 54, 54 second songs, uh, starring Robbie Rizal. Oh, so, well, uh, isn't, isn't everything, yeah, and we want to remind everybody that you uh, can still, uh, I think, get tickets to Saturday, February 23rd at 8 45 p.m. and 9 30 p.m., and Friday, March 1st at 2019, 8 45 and 9 30, where Robbie will be re- recording these live performances for future release so uh yeah and uh we're glad that robbie has uh, gotten the cast off of his arm yeah, yeah. he wrote connor on it as well <laughs> all right matt why don't you get us out of here all right thanks for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio and you can find me on twitter and instagram at bww matt apparently i'm getting like a frog in my throat i don't know what's going on here i'm like a little raspy I, I, I noticed that. I was wondering if uh, you caught the the, uh, the Broadway con flu uh, just no, no. W- weeks later. I'm all good. I'm just doing my best to me more impression. Okay. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And uh, hopefully Matt will be back tomorrow uh, with us oh, yeah. <laughs> to uh, get you into the weekend. As my brother says, I have a superhuman immune system. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. 